Welcome back to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Thanks so much for being here. It's Thursday, the maybe the 5th of September. I don't know. You probably have a calendar, and if you don't, you probably don't care much what date it is. So anyway, I'm going with the 5th. Uh, this show is at abriefchat.com where you can become a supporter. You can listen to all the past episodes. You can drop me a line if you would like, and you can follow me on social media. I am, uh, I mean, I'm just super excited. I, I have not been able to let her go yet. Uh, my guest for today is Diana Rose, who uh, I, I didn't really, you know, get an early commitment to stay with me for 75 episodes, but let's see how it goes. Uh, she's an astrologer, a tarot reader, uh, an author, an educator, and uh, I'm so happy to have her back. Diana, great to have you here. It's really fun to be here. So, yeah. Let- I want to just dig in uh, so much of what you said in yesterday's episode. And again, I encourage folks, although these aren't necessarily a sequential story, they do kind of build on one another. So if you're just catching up with us on Thursday, go back and start with Monday. They're only 10 minutes each. You'll be done in half an hour and you'll be caught right up to here. One word that we used a lot, especially yesterday, is the word magic. And it certainly it has reared its head throughout this entire week. But but yesterday we we talked about it as uh, a I, I, kind of a means of two-directional or multi-directional exchange between human the, the the human part of nature and all of the rest and much larger part of nature and one I can just I can hear my old self in my head hearing this conversation and getting to the word magic over and over again and my and that my old brain just short-circuiting and uh, because in in kind of commercial culture, magic essentially has two meanings. Either it's sleight of hand, like a guy in a tux making somebody disappear kind of thing, or it's fantasy. Uh, you know, it's wizards, you shall not pass and all that kind of thing. And uh, in both of those constructs, uh, you know, I think are essentially built to, to dismiss <laughs> a lot of what's real mm-hmm. and also, generally speaking, built by white men. Um, but I just wanted to ask you to talk more about magic as a concept, what you mean when you say it, and what like, what we understand as its 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 function. I, I don't want to just reduce it to a function, but it's it's how we use it, how we interact with it. What just what even mm-hmm. is it? Because that's that's hard to get your head around if it's not something you're just steeped in. I think. Yeah. And, you know, as you're asking that question, it's also interesting because I feel like my relationship with the concept of magic has shifted over the years as I've, one, engaged with it more, um, and two, like, read and learned and heard other people who engage with magic talk about it. Um, I think at its most basic, magic is using intention to influence circumstances, like that would be the, probably the most basic way to define it. And that's still not really a satisfying definition. Um, because I think that because I think, you could ask like, well, how is that different from what we're always doing? Maybe the answer is it's not. Or how is that different from yeah. the secret? Which are the two questions that kind of leap to my mind when I hear someone use the word intention right. in that way. Yeah, no, and I think, like, both of those are valid questions, because I would say that to a certain degree, like, what makes something magical is often that it is outside of consensus reality, right? Or, like, it's, it is doing, it is doing with the world in a way that is outside of consensus reality, would be maybe another way of thinking about a definition for magic. Um, but even then, you know, it's like, there is the magic of, like, meeting 
a person that you're like, then you fall madly in love with and you decide you want to spend the rest of your life with them. Like there's a magic in that moment. There's a magic in that meeting. And that meeting isn't necessarily something that you chose to happen. So I don't know. Magic is, sometimes I feel like magic is a catch-all for um, things that have meaning um, aspects of life that have meaning, but that don't necessarily have clear cut explanations, right? Like I think it's pretty magical that I'm sitting in a kitchen in Chicago and you're sitting in a building somewhere in Pennsylvania right now. And we're having this conversation in real time. Like that's magic. Right. And unless one of us is a uh, like cellular phone expert, neither of us can explain how or why this is possible. Yeah, I only recently learned that it's not satellites. <laughs> oh, it's not? So, I have no idea. No. I really don't. I always I thought know. it was. I thought it was going up into space and coming back, but it turns out that it, it's mostly not. I'm, first of all, not playing any kind of devil's advocate because that's the world's yeah. crappiest position to take. But I'm just, I'm just literally, I'm asking out of my own, my own ignorance. Yeah. I get to a place, if I try to think about magic, where, if I try to think about it, which is maybe my first mistake, but um, mm-hmm. where... I start defining it out so broadly that it becomes like just it becomes meaningless, right? Yeah, it's just like if this conversation is—it's kind of like an archetype. It's kind of like an archetype, right? Where it's just like if you try to explain a single archetype thoroughly, it loses its meaning. Sure, right? Like going back to what was it, day one, um, like Monday? Yeah, when I was talking about like mother as an archetype, right? Like if you were to like do your best to completely and thoroughly define mother, you would get to a point where the word mother would lose its meaning. Okay. So let me come at this from a different angle, which is, uh, mm-hmm. can, can you give a concrete example of a way in which you use magic intentionally? In other words, not just, not just the fact of us talking being magical in its own way, but a way in which mm-hmm. you think I'm engaging now in the practice of some sort of magic or magical act. Is there something you can point to just mm-hmm. a, a particular example to say, this is what I, this is one thing I might mean when I say this. Yeah. So um, one example, because I've been engaging with this more um, is the idea of like every day of the week, um, is attributed to a planet, right? So Sunday is the sun, Monday is the moon, Tuesday is Mars, so forth, right? Um, and there's this idea within astrological magic, which is a subset of magic, that if every day you pray to that planet, right? You do some kind of offering or you just, you, you connect with the archetype represented by that planet in some way and then pay attention to how your day goes. Um, and so, you know, for me, um, that's been a really interesting practice of getting to know, and I'm trying to say this without using the word energy, but sometimes that's the only available word. Um, you know, it's like, like intentionally engaging with the, um, meaning and energy of a specific planet on the day that is attributed to it in order to embody those qualities better. And also in order to understand those qualities better, especially towards like particularly productive aims. I think everybody knows on this podcast that we've recorded all of these at once. We're not recording this on Thursday, right? We're recording it. Oh my God. (laughs) We're recording it on Sunday. And part of why I was excited for us to do this recording on Sunday 
is because I have been doing work with the, the sun in order to be more comfortable with being visible and seen. So this conversation is magical from a different angle, like not just the fact that like, I don't know how the hell we're talking to each other over like literally hundreds of miles, but also because this is part of an ongoing magical practice for me of getting comfortable with sun type things. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question? It, it does. And I really like that particular approach because I think in some ways it, it brings the circle back around to what we were talking about with tarot on Monday with the idea that we, if you grow up in this kind of technological commercial culture, you come into your own awareness with so many things kind of predetermined for you and explained for you. And both what you just described and the use of tarot strike me as, as I said on our first day, and as you said on our first day, as ways to push ourselves outside of the normal boundaries of our awareness and understanding and thought patterns, mm -hmm. which yes. just, I mean, I just can't think of too much that's more important than that, because obviously the way most of us normally think has gotten us into the situation we're in right now. It can't be good to right. keep thinking that way. And so anything that we can use as a tool to help expand and redirect our vision of what is possible and what's around us seems incredibly valuable to me. Uh, you know, I hate now more than ever, but maybe now more than ever. Yeah, no, totally. And I think there's something too, where it's like, you know, one of the things like whenever you start engaging with magic or tarot or astrology or anything that kind of hints at the fact that humans are not the be all end all of intelligence of conscious intelligence on this, planet and within the solar system and within the larger cosmos like there is a humility that i would say humankind especially those of those where the predominant thought pa paradigm is colonialist and supremacist and capitalist right there's an arrogance <laughs> um there is such an intense arrogance how people interact with themselves and with the world, even if they think, well, oh, no, I'm, you know, just a really nice person. And it's like, yeah, you're identifying really intensely as a nice person and it's preventing you from seeing the way that, that you're a dick. <laughs> um, so, you know, that like anything that helps kind of knock us onto our onto our knees, basically, when it comes to like what actually where actually is power happening, what actually is intelligence, like those are useful for kind of resetting where human consciousness is in the hierarchy of consciousness. That's another handy thing that, you know, even just doing candle magic, you're just like, well, is it really just your own? Is it just the candle flame that makes the magic happen? Is it just your intention that's making the magic happen? Like, what are you collaborating with whenever you're using that candle to encourage rain to come to the Amazon rainforest, for example? Well, this is part one of our 123-part series with uh, Diana Rose on how we use magic. Look, this one's 12 minutes long. Send your angry emails about breaking my own arbitrary rule to jason at abriefchat.com. Diana, will you tell people how to find you online? Yes, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Patreon. Um, I also have a website. For all of those places, um, you will go to Damashena, which is D-D-A-M-A-S. E-E-N-A-A. -A. So, at for the social media, patreon.com slash for Patreon, and then damashena.com is my website. 
Well, it's been an absolute joy to talk to you. Thank you so much for doing it. And uh, I, I already know I want to have you back in the future to, to keep talking about more of these things. Thanks, thanks so much for being with me this week. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love dorking out. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You can find this show yeah. at abriefchat.com uh, where there is plenty of dorking out to be had. You can also become a member and you can do that at patreon.com slash abriefchat. And if you don't want to remember that, there's a link to it at abriefchat.com. Thank you so much for listening. I have no idea what's going to be on tomorrow for Friday's show, but it will be less good than Monday through Thursday, probably. So maybe you want to skip ahead to Monday when Madeline Beaver is going to be on talking about all kinds of cool things. Uh, I love you. A better world is possible.